Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com, and I am here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of SelfishMom.com. Hi. She's wearing bright green for Christmas. I am. Yeah. Can't see it, but <laughs> she is. Well, you know what? It's the same shirt that I'm wearing in our, our Facebook picture. Oh. So there you go. So Just everybody go, go to Facebook, Facebook so and check it out. what you wear every Tuesday, in other words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Andrea Smith, our technology guru, who's, of course, in purple. Of course. <laughs> of course. Did you expect anything else? No, it's no. It's not Christmas no. now. It's hey. not hey. purple's everything. Purple's like royal Christmas. Purple just oh. goes. <laughs> just, goes. Purple just goes. Andrea braved the Christmas holiday traffic. She did again. To be in the studio. And she's in so upset about it, she's studio. talking about herself in the third person. <laughs> That's how you know it's bad. It's like Elmo. It's also the end of the year. Yeah. Andrea's trying to be calm, but <laughs> Andrea's getting upset. Right. So today on the podcast, we thought we would do a year in review since everyone else is doing their year in review. Um, And we would talk about our favorite bites of the week from the past year, things that maybe panned out, things that did not, Um, plus our favorite gadgets, gizmos. And then we're going to talk about topic two. We're going to talk about the best holiday, well, not holiday, family entertainment for the year, books, movies, TV, things we loved, things we might watch with our kids. Um, or might not, just because it's great family watching doesn't mean you have to watch it with your kids, or it could be totally inappropriate, not for your family watching, but our favorite <laughs> things of the year. And we are not going to have our Bites of the Week this week, because we are kind of handling all of our bites in this first segment. So let's jump right in. We've had, how many shows, Amy? Amy does the uh, write-up. I believe this is number 48. So 48 shows. That is 48 wow. Bites of the Week. Mm-hmm. Times three. Sometimes more. Sometimes you often I know, have two. I do often have two because I like read way too much stuff all week. Um, I, everything catches my eye. I'm constantly reading stuff. I, I have to say, like, I think I would bet if I look back, the majority of my bites of the week are other podcasts. Podcasts and sunscreen. And sun, well, sunscreen. Oh, that sunscreen was great. I actually have to go listen to that again to find out what I need in January. Wait, I have a new one. <laughs> Should I just start with that? Start I, with now, it. Do I it. I can officially say that do I've it. tried every sunscreen. Kula, I don't think I've ever talked about them. C-O-O-L-A. They make, hands down, I wear it every day, the best face mineral sunscreen. Mineral is the one that, like, it's a has physical no chemicals. It has a okay. physical mm-hmm. block, but it it's white, but it blends right in. And it has this really silky, matte, texture so it's no shine and it has a cucumber scent which is really weird but it doesn't actually smell like anything you still kind of want it coconut or pineapple See, i don't want pineapple <laughs> or coconut on my face it's actually really nice and you it's just they make it for body too it's expensive so i only buy the face one um, <laughs> screw the I rest of your body my, well i do that garden goddess green goddess so goddess that's what i bought at body. whole foods for my trip in that's january green yeah. goddess a dressing yeah. Yeah, yes. Go- it's yes. like God- it's Goddess Garden, I think, is the Gar- Goddess Garden. Goddess Garden. Yeah. Oh, I know. Or so Green I Goddess Dressing that one, is delicious and could be a physical sunscreen. <laughs> and if you're hungry on the beach, you just go. lick your just arm. Lick the person next to you. Just uh, now, that is mineral as well. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Kula is mineral, okay. and I just it's for face. The um, Garden Goddess was like too goopy okay. for face, okay. but for body, it's the only spray that's I think the only spray that is mineral. 
So um, I'm going to try that and let you know what I think. Yeah, but Kula, I'm a where, great fan. Where are you going that you need sunscreen? Punta Cana Ooh. in the Dominican Republic. Nice. Yeah, yeah did I tell you guys sunscreen. I won't be here in January? <laughs> <laughs> no. Another Oops. podcast. You Oops. almost need sunscreen Do you know what's really today. funny, though, not to go off topic, but uh, I casually mentioned that the other day, and my son, who lives with us, said, um... Really? You're going away? <laughs> Why do I not know about this? Because you're in your 20s Why is and we not? don't need to make arrangements Well, because for then you. he he takes care of the cats, you know, and he would right. need to be home as opposed to going somewhere. And, and he just looks at me and he goes, you know, it's fine. You guys have a life. Do what you want. But can you just kind of let me know your schedule? <laughs> and I thought, wow, tables have turned. Hilarious. That's awesome. So that is my favorite sunscreen of the year. Right? <laughs> my favorite sunscreen. But I have to say, hands down... Um, the best podcasts come from NPR. Like, I just every week there's something either on like Fresh Air or Planet Money or This American Life that is worth listening to. Well, it's crazy. One of my favorite bites of the week was not mine; it was yours. It was from Ooh. episode thirty-nine, and it was a podcast. It was the Bowery Boys, which is oh, I love the Bowery now Boys. like one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to it all the time, and there are like two hundred episodes, so I can listen to it forever. And it's so good because you can really just pick the ones you want to listen to. Like if you're not interested, you're like, yeah, I don't care about sorry. And you don't need to like watch it in order or listen no. in order or anything like that. Yeah, you can just like pick stuff that looks interesting. I love the Bowery Boys. Yeah, so I tried a new podcast this week um, because I was a film major in college. I love film. And it's called As Time Goes By. Or no, it's called You Must Remember This. Hmm. Same, same song. Um, and it was I was so excited. It got all this these write-ups. It's like this inside Hollywood, old classic Hollywood. I can't listen to it. Why? I can't stand the host. <gasps> she, her voice is so droning and the intro is really bad. And, uh. I, and I just... I had the same response with the um, Harvard Business Review podcast, which I thought, this is a great business podcast. I can't listen to the host. I find her unlistenable. And I know there are people who actually feel that way about Terry Gross. My husband is one of them. He can't stand (laughs) Terry Gross, so he can't listen to Fresh Air, which I think is crazy (laughs) heresy. But um, hopefully everybody enjoys listening to us. Yeah, well, otherwise it would be. So (laughs) if you you feel that way, you're not listening right now. I don't know. I, I have to listen to each one to write it up so I, I I hear each one my voice annoys me a lot wait then, so Amy what's your favorite podcast of ours from the air oh wow Amy's listened to all of them if I feel, the favorite favorite I would have to say the one where we had Elisa Zaritsky and um, I knew you were uh, going to say I'm going to forget her name I'm forgetting her name the, the other we'll link to it um, the women who have uh, that awesome show my husband doesn't like anything and I showed him the Brooklyn episode of Odd Mom Out and he loved it and like he it's not the type of show that you would think that he would watch but the Brooklyn episode if you're going to start with an episode it's number five and it's just hilarious so yeah oh, they were wonderful that was that so was much good. fun that was a really fun yeah episode. all right Andrea what was your favorite Oh, my favorite bite. You know, I went back. I tried to look back at all the gadgets. And gosh, you know, I love gadgets. (laughs) So so to be really geeky, I think of all my favorite gadgets, it's got to be those uh, reversible USB cords. Because, you know, when I think back over the year, what's different? What's changed? What has moved us forward? Um, That's progress, right? So those reversible USBs that go in any way, and especially the ones that have the uh, micro USB that connects to a lightning. So you have everything you need in the car, perfect. I think it was Tilt that made that, Mm T-Y-L-T. And then 
My other ones, and maybe it's just because I'm using them, is the car stuff. Because I just feel like even if you have an older car, having that car starter, having the car battery jumper... Um, is just such a safety thing. So a week or two ago, we talked about the the jumper, and you were like, "Oh, you need that, Amy. You you your battery ran out." I was like, "I'm I'm fine now. We had the battery replaced. Everything's okay." Fiona left the dome light on for five days because we oh. hardly ever drive. So we went oh to go get our tri- our Christmas tree on Sunday, and I go to push the alarm thing, and nothing happens. And oh. I'm like, "But we have a new battery." And then I climbed in the back seat, and sure enough, she left the dome light on on Tuesday. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. So I, even though we have a new battery, I totally need to buy one you of those still jumpers. Have to, so did you have to call AAA? I had to call. Well, we have yeah. it through our insurance, but right. yes. Yeah. Yep. But even so, I mean, you have to wait. Yeah. It could be an hour. It could be two hours. It could be. You well, know. Especially in the cold weather. I yeah. think it's just something everyone <laughs> no. needs in their car. Sunday, I was wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> not, not now. But eventually it's cold Yeah. In the cold weather. And if your car's not running, yeah. it's cold. Yeah. Especially if you're out somewhere and you have no place warm to wait. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I think, I mean, and honestly, my best tip, I think, because I told a friend about this and she immediately went and bought two for her kids and two for her stepkids and my advice was they have this new one I think it's called the CP8000 which is a a bigger battery and a smaller device a smaller footprint so for God's sakes get the older one get last year's model Mm because now it's going to be $50 less so I think you can get it for like $79 now it's the Cobra Jump Pack get last year's model if you're getting a bunch of them it's cheaper I mean this year's is great I'm going to yeah Right. Yeah. So those uh, are know, my favorite kind of geeky things. Do you know what car thing I have in my in the little um, console thing in the middle? Don't put it in your in your glove box because you won't be able to reach it if you need it. I have this little thing that slices your seatbelt off. Like it's if not you're you, going to fall mm-hmm. into the river. It's something yeah. like anything, or like you know you're trapped wow. somehow, or like somebody else is trapped, and it's just like you can you can touch it. It's not going to cut you because like you, the part it's that hidden. actually cuts is hidden, but you can just like slice it across the seatbelt and, and cut it. Okay. And it has okay, a hammer that's so you can really pound out the windows. Okay, so wait. <laughs> a company named Secure, S-E-C-U-R, has a 12-volt plug. So you put it in your 12-volt. You can put a USB into that, okay? Mm-hmm. It's got a white emergency, LED emergency light. It has a red oh. strobe light on it. And then it has the little pin on the tip that helps you break out a window, God forbid, of an emergency. And built into the handle is a seatbelt slasher. So I call it like the Swiss Army knife of 12 volt. You need to drive with us because we have all the safety. I don't even own a car. (laughs) I have to just have that just like in case I got stuck on the subway. Like, I got you. Don't worry, I can break the window. I got a light. I'm all ready. I don't know what I'd use the slasher part for, but maybe uh, some you're per- on the subway. So you're on the subway. Yeah. I think it's a good thing some to have. Some guy in the dark. <laughs> yeah, cut him. <laughs> oh, great. Oh my god. I have to say, my favorite bite is still the thing I use the most, which is trip it. I mean, oh I, yeah. I, I love can't, trip it. I mean, I'm now we're planning a lot of travel, um, and I just it's especially because I am stuck in a middle seat on my next flight. Oh. And TripIt, I'm just... Vegas? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a long time. And TripIt will email you when a seat opens yes. up. and that's yeah. what I'm just waiting for. But, <laughs> okay, here's the thing, and I love TripIt, and I love that middle si- seat finder, get out of yeah. your middle seat, get out, get out, of, out jail of jail free. free. <laughs> <laughs> they disappointed me. TripIt Pro gives you a price checker, and they say that if your flight goes down in price, All it right. will notify yeah. you. Mm. My flight to Vegas dropped significantly, like wow. by $200 at one point. And 
I didn't realize it. And when I saw the drop, because I get a tracker thing from Airfare or Watchdog right. or whatever, I called TripIt and I said, what's the deal? And they said, we notify you within 30 days of your trip. So I said, well, in order oh. to get a price refund, I need to know within 30 days of the purchase. Right. Not the trip. And That's they said, weird. yeah, we're kind of working on that. So I have talked to TripIt about it. They realize, you know, if you want to get a refund, if there's any chance of getting any money back, they need to start tracking that price the minute you tell yeah, them how much definitely. money. Yeah, so they're working on it, but they did disappoint me with that. That's I need weird. to figure out if they can help me with my Vegas flights because I don't actually have seat assignments. So I don't yeah, know if there's anything they can do. Oh, so, honey, you better hope for a middle seat. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Amy's going to be on the wing flying. <laughs> I know. You could put a tracker on that. All right, so our favorite bites were Andrew's Gadgets, TripIt Pro, Bowery Boys. Bowery Boys podcast. And I, ha- I have a gadget that I oh, use what? all the time that actually came from your guys' event. Um, the LG Tone Pro Bluetooth oh, right. earbuds, which are awesome. I use them all the time. My husband totally makes fun of me when I put in the Bluetooth earbuds because you have the thing around your neck thing. Yeah, and you he's do like, look, that looks so dorky. I'm like, I don't care. It does look a little <laughs> dorky, but that's just everybody else's problem because you can't actually feel them right. on your neck. So I don't care. Yeah. Dork, dork out. That's yeah, what I say. Good. Totally. Excellent. All right, great. Well, we'll be right back with our top picks for 2015 entertainment and apps and all things tech. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right. We are back with topic two, which is top entertainment of 2015. And I feel like there are 8,000 lists <laughs> out there. Um, but, you know, you when you look back all the way to January, you forget. Like, I, I know it sounds weird, but, like, I forgot about Inside Out. Yeah. Um, oh, we just watched it last weekend because now it's out on on DVD. And was it your you recommended um, a podcast with an interview with Pete Doctor mm-hmm. for that? That was excellent. Fresh yeah, <laughs> it was fresh air with Terry Gross. If you don't like Terry Gross, too bad. No, that was that was excellent. Yeah, Inside Out I think was probably the best family film of the year. Definitely. Um, I came trying to think what else like came close. I don't know. We don't watched know. Minions two weeks ago and liked it. You like? I didn't see that. <laughs> I loved both the book and the movie The Martian. Oh, really yeah, did. Yeah. And you know, the the movie did My daughter's as, loved The Martian. It it did as good a job as it could only having like what two two and a half hours cuz it couldn't go into all the science, but then right. if you read the book, you get all of the science and it's, it's You get really all the science and no good writing. Can I tell yes. you my worst <laughs> science? It is painful to read. It is. I found it incredibly painful to read. I but actually in, stopped halfway. But inter- it was it was interesting enough that I could get over the bad writing. Right. I could not. So we watched a movie. <laughs> I would like to tell you all not to watch. <laughs> the worst of 2015. It was, it was one of those where I looked at my husband and said, that's two hours of my life. I will never get back. Uh-oh. Which one was it? By the those. Sea. Oh. Really? What's that? So it's, that- it's like a vanity ode to Angelina oh, Jolie. Yeah. That, did that ever come out? I don't know. I I've got it as a DVD. I don't know if it's out yet. So I, I saw I, the commercials for it coming out and then it like never came out. 
So I that get looked like the Vanity I get Project. DVDs because I'm in the Writers Guild of America, and so I vote on the best um, screenplay and the best <laughs> like, Why adapted screenplay. And so I need, you know, I watch them, and right. so that way I can vote with my due diligence. Um, you know, Steve Jobs was great. Bridge of Spies was great. Was All it? these great movies. Was Steve Jobs I liked great? it. I okay. did like it. Uh, this movie I should have turned off after ten minutes. It was literally like. Close-up of Angelina Jolie pouting. Close-up of Angelina <laughs> Jolie, you know, like... I think it, it was just they wanted a big vacation that was paid for. Yeah. That's what it looked like. It was like, we want to go yeah. to Italy. Somewhere in France or wherever France. it was. Yeah. And, and like, Brad, Did, I did she write it and direct it? She starred in and directed it. And, of course, her husband, Brad Pitt, pay, plays her husband. And it was... It was so ridiculous. Uh, I can't so, believe you sat through the whole thing. I can't well, believe I did either. Thanks for taking one for the yeah. team. Now, so do, now we know. So, so do not watch that movie. I will say that, so Fresh Off the Boat is not new this year. It was new, right? This is the second season that we're in right now. I think so. But I think it was a mid, was it a mid-season replacement in January? I'm I trying to remember, remember when it, it came blends. out. It all It's definitely our favorite sitcom by far, um, aside from now Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. How do you find all these fun sitcoms? Fresh Air is, I mean Fresh Air, Fresh <laughs> Off the Boat is um, like She watches everything Terry that has stars fresh in, it. in the name. <laughs> fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, so it's an ABC sitcom. I mean, it's um, and we're always looking for things that we can watch together. My daughters don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I watch way too much TV. So Fresh Off the Boat is their favorite, followed by Blackish. Um, Empire is totally inappropriate and is 100% our favorite show to watch together. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally. They're 13. It's totally appropriate. Um, yeah, love Empire. And Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is our other, like, favorite, favorite show to watch. It is a total, you have to have a teen girl um, and or tween girl to appreciate. It can get a little inappropriate, but I don't think it goes over their head a little bit. <laughs> do you, you want to know how behind my husband and I are on TV? We finally tried the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt a oh, couple I days ago. It was, it was awesome, but like, how long has that been out? Like, a year. Over a year. Yeah, yeah that right. was a year, too. It was um, great. My favorite, like, non show, like, that my kids can't watch that was new this year is actually um, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce on Bravo, which is Ooh. so good. I really? highly recommend Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. It is smart, smart, smart. What is it a, a reality show? Is no, it no, a no. scripted it's show? A, it's a scripted show. Oh. Um, with a great cast, it is based on the book of the same name by the woman who wrote Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy, Girlfriend's mm-hmm. Guide, Vicki Iovine, who was married to Jimmy Iovine, who was the big music producer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great, funny show. That and Unreal. Unreal was the other by far best scripted show, which was about a fictional bachelor, The Bachelor, written by a woman who was the showrunner on The hmm. Bachelor. So it's fiction and it's scripted. But you know it's all true. It's, and it's fiction <laughs> and scripted about a show that's unscripted, but probably scripted. Totally scripted. Right. You, it is so good that it is like uh, you, you just you kind of cringe when you watch it, and you're like, oh my god! But it shows all the psychological manipulation of the contestants and what goes on, and then it's very over the top. But you're kind of like, I'm sure it's all real. Uh, <laughs> like, that's sad. Those are so good. Well, we watch very little TV. Very little, but we love the voice. I mean, that's like the, that's the one show my husband and I I've will never record, watch, and that Matthew will come and watch with us. Like if he comes home from work and hears yeah. it, oh, is you know Jordan Smith on, and he'll come sit down and eat his dinner and watch it with us. 
It's the one show we watch. That's I don't understand it. So funny. I, I used to watch Modern Family. I loved it. Thought it was oh, so funny. So My husband's given that up show's on terrible. it. Terrible. So it's the voice. See, Omar and I mostly watch political shows together, and then the only like sometimes if Fiona and I can manage to wrest the remote control from my husband and son they will end up watching Dancing with the Stars with us (laughs) but that's it just because they're too lazy to get up it's not like they want to watch there's like nothing that we all watch together it's kind of sad I recommend Empire (laughs) (laughs) you should watch Empire together because it's the best Um, yeah it's funny you know I think because kids because everything's on demand yeah. So there's not that same appointment TV. Right. Um, Empire is probably the only... Empire Fresh Off the Boat are the two things we definitely watch in real time. Um, and Blackish, they'll watch like the next day or the over the weekend, we'll watch it. Saturday Night Live, we'll tape and like kind of watch on Sunday morning after I watch CBS Sunday morning. My other, my years. totally nerdy favorite show. <laughs> um, but Saturday Night Live, we'll, we'll tape because they'll just... We can fast forward. Mm. So it's like you just kind of get. So if it's really bad, you can just go all those forward. all those skits yeah. that are bad. Remember appointment TV? Like I remember, and this is totally <laughs> dating myself. The death of appointment TV. But like my sisters and I always making sure we were home to watch the Brady Bunch. Oh my god, my sister. Always. You know you have those family stories. I'm just going to totally embarrass my sister right now. But my sister would have a meltdown temper tantrum if we were at a restaurant and she might miss Punky Brewster. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a total freak out. Like, I have to be home and die for Punky Brewster. But what did you do if you missed it? Right. Yeah. You missed that was it. it. That was it. You had yeah. to wait till like the summer when the reruns came on. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember going to visit my grandmother. So this was like 25, 30 years ago. And... In her apartment on top of her TV was the TV Guide magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay, the, the little small TV Guide. I used to highlight And mine. she would go through yes. and highlight yeah. and check off, okay, at 5 o'clock I'm going to watch this and 5.30 this. And then, like, there's a dilemma because at 6 o'clock there were two things. And so there were question marks. And I remember thinking, like, oh, God, this is what I'm going to do when I get old. <laughs> 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 and DVR saved you. But from now that. I'm going to be able to watch anything I want when I DVR. Get I used to program my VCR <laughs> to record. We we left the country for six months, and a really really good friend offered to videotape everything that I was going to miss. And oh, I was wow. like slavishly watching probably 16 or 17 shows at the time. This was like in the mid 90s. Yeah. And she recorded everything. She brought me a basket of videotapes when oh, we got back. Oh my god. That's so funny. I um That's a good friend. I was this is why I don't care that my daughters watch Empire. So I always watch Dynasty. Oh yeah. And oh, Dallas yeah. and Not Landing. And Not Landing was really my show. Like Not Landing was my my heart. I that show I loved. And so I mean, even in college, we would gather around my friends who were diehard with me, and we watched on standing. And I think it might have been its last year, my freshman year of college, mm. maybe like the next whatever, when it had totally be, it didn't just jump the shark; it mm-hmm. had like jumped the aquarium. And <laughs> I mean, so, but we all watched it, and you had to gather around. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wonder in college now, students like gathering around in your dorm lounge, right. or whomever the one person who had a TV or whatever to watch. 
Your no. show. Well, I mean, we all cut school and gathered around my dorm room to watch Luke and Laura get married oh, yeah. in General Hospital. <laughs> I went home. And, early I mean, from yeah. School. I mean, forget it. I, that was, actually, I think I was, all I schools should have just shut that day. <laughs> oh my God. But at least it was after school. Like General Hospital was on at three, so you could like, yeah. miss the last yeah. period of school. Not in college, could, though. The Not first person I knew who had a VCR was like a decade before anybody else had a VCR. It was because she worked at my school, at my elementary school, and she wanted to record her soaps. Oh, so, yeah. So she yeah. paid That's like how a I ridiculous watching I was a diehard All My Children fan. Me too. So I started watching soap operas because I hated recess. <laughs> so I would stay up with my third grade teacher, Miss Miss Rosenblum, and um, who still teaches at PS321. Um, and she had a little T9 TV. And we'd watch All My Children. That's awesome. Um, and that's why I started. But anyway, that is so nothing to do with okay. 2015. No. <laughs> wow. Right. We really went have, off. It shows how far we've come. Except David Chandler oh, died. he just died. He I was know. on All My Children. So that was sad. Actually, I had no idea he was still alive. Stuart. <laughs> Adam Chandler. Yeah. David. Well, I can't remember his real name now. Um, but Adam Chandler. So that was a big, that's like the, the seal on, the, on all my children. That was it. That was the end. Um, Did I ever show you the picture of me with Cameron Matheson? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to. We'll that have was to my exciting that day. Facebook page. Andrea's exciting day. <laughs> um, so we, so that, like, I think that's entertainment for books. I, so you talked about The Martian, Amy. Which was a huge hit, 2015, mm-hmm. I think, anyway. Um, and I was trying to think what came out in 2015 that I loved. And I had read all the Elena Ferrante novels, actually on Alyssa Zeritsky's recommendation. Mm-hmm. The fourth and final one came out this year. Um, I think it probably came out in Italy a year ago, but it was translated into the English this year and came out. So I can't recommend those four books highly enough and I actually think part of the reason I really didn't like The Martian is because I tried to read it after I had finished those four books and I was like this is garbage I can't read any I'm like destroyed now I can't read it I read it in the middle of a Michael Pollan binge so it kind of fit (laughs) right in yeah that's you so posted, Rebecca, that NPR's guide to the books of the year. The that best. was phenomenal. It's the that best. That was so well done, that post. It's so yeah. good because it's an app and you go on, we'll put a link to it, but it has every genre possible, but you can cross genres. So you hmm. could do like historical fiction and science fiction. You could do, yep. you know, nonfiction and young adult. You and could just do... being able to click a link and get a little brief synopsis and yes, see. And, and why they liked yeah. it. And yeah. I'm a big believer that you should try to find reviewers with whom you agree. Mm-hmm. Because once you find your people that mm-hmm. have the same taste as you, you can trust them. Like, I feel like that's really important for books, especially movies. You know, you spent two hours of your life. You're, I don't know. It feels like less of a commitment than maybe you thought. Like, oh no! I wait until you op- waste two hours of your life. Oh no! I feel the total opposite. I can, I can read a book in my bathroom. I have to leave my house to go see a movie. That's a much bigger commitment. That's so funny. I feel like a book. I don't know why. I guess I feel like a book's more intimate and like a time commitment. And it's well, it's not more expensive anymore. But if you're buying them when they come out and it's hardcover, yeah. it's like more expensive. And um, I feel like totally insulted when I'm reading a bad book. I just feel like I... I so do you put it down? Because I have a hard I time... I stop the I can't. I can't, mm. I can't end a movie. or Even if I'm hating it, I can't stop the movie. I can't not read the book. I cannot walk out of a movie. That I have not done. And I would have walked out of Snowpiercer. Worst movie ever. <laughs> uh, watched that, by the sea. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't even watch that. 
But this, and they're probably both pretentious in like their own special ways. But that is when I realized that number one, my husband's never allowed to recommend the movie. <laughs> Because he's always like, no, it got good reviews. And I'm like, who said it got good reviews? Like, Joe Schmo right. and his mother's basement blog? Like, so find your reviewer that you believe in. And I think that NPR book app, what's interesting is it's all the reviewers. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the one you like. Like, I tend to agree with Maureen Corrigan a lot. Um, and some of those reviewers I didn't know that were on that N- NPR. So I'm sort of curious. I have to go back and see what else they recommend and see if we have. Well, that would be interesting, in like to, to look up a book that I liked because right. I've read a few books. I mean, right now I'm reading an Ann Patchett books. I, it's funny. I go back and forth. I, I read love her a bunch, and but then I had never read State of Wonder, so now I'm reading State of Wonder. Um, last month I read a book called The Children's Act, and I can't remember the author. But he had written another book I really liked called Sweet Tooth, and I liked that. That's interesting. Um, so I would like to find those books reviewed and find the people who like them so that mm. I can then cross-reference right. the reviewer. Someone mm-hmm. should make that yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, I guess, you know, when Amazon does those recommendations, I just don't find them right no. at all. No. Or Goodreads either. I mean, because my, my friends have weird taste. Also, Goodreads, I, I mean, I tried to find young adult books for my daughters, and they were just wrong. They were just bad and... It wasn't a good recommendation. The New York Public Library just came out with their list of teen books. Oh, That's really? That's a really good list. I'll post a link mm-hmm. to that. That is, you know, I feel like um, I'm pushing my daughters now into just regular books. Like, I'm sort of over the YA, and they're over the YA, and there's a formula to them that has now gotten so tired with the heroin and all that stuff. Um, but I do think there were some really good YA books this year, and my daughters both loved Brown Girl Dreaming, which Aww. is written almost in stanza, like in as almost poetry. It's really, really beautiful and really different and really lovely. So what about that for Fiona on, on from that oh, list? Yeah, yeah. We published a list that that yeah, was Yeah, from Teen Lit Rocks, yep. which is a great site. Um, and that's, I mean, that was my favorites. I feel like there was nothing that stood out to me aside from those Elena Ferrante novels. Um, well, we'll post all those Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Amy will. Amy's going to be, well, after I have my surgery, I'll just sit there looking up links on my computer <laughs> all links. day. Read books. Yep. That's so funny. All right. So we're not having our bites of the week because we sort of bit off everything. Uh, <laughs> so you can find us on iTunes, obviously, Parenting Bites. Rate us, subscribe, review us, please. It helps us move up in the algorithm. You can find us on play.it, where you can find all the CBS podcasts. And, of course, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Parenting Bites. We'll have links to everything we talked about, including past episodes. Let us know what your best of the year was. Uh, we're always curious to hear what people liked, what they didn't like, what topics do you think we should cover on the show. And, well, that's it. We're counting down to the end of the year. See you next time. Or I guess listen to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.